Well, welcome everyone, and so glad that we can come together on this Sunday morning to worship the Lord. I, I pray that you are experiencing the Lord right where you are, and you can feel his presence, his peace, his joy. And we here at Abundant Life Church, we are so grateful that we can come together uh, virtually and provide this platform where we can uh, uh, share the gospel and share a word of encouragement with all of you. And so today, as we're living in these uh, very difficult times, we want to know that God is with us and he is with us. And we are assured that when we gather in prayer, in praise and worship, he inhabits the praises of his people. So let's keep praising him. Let's keep worshiping him. Let's keep coming together uh, in this manner and however we can so that we can encourage each other and get stronger and stronger in the Lord. I have a word for you today, and I trust that as you're hearing uh, this word today that it will encourage you, it would inspire you, and at this moment that God is encouraging all of us to press on. I, I feel that this is a time when the Lord is calling all of us to press through, to really get to him and really stay connected with him. And so if you feel disconnected today, there's a word that I'm going to share with you to really help us to cement that relationship with the Lord today. So let's pray, and then we'll get right into the word. Father, we're thanking you for this opportunity to share your word today. We praise you and honor you because you are a good God. We ask, Lord, that as we share from your word today and as we speak these words, thank you for encouraging, thank you for uplifting, thank you, Lord God, for even giving us, Lord, this real sense of hope and encouragement, Lord, to go forward in our faith. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to draw your attention to a passage of scripture found in Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to 34. Um, you'll be able to see the scriptures on your screen. So if you don't have a Bible or if you don't have a, a device where you can pull it up, if you have our app, you can pull up the scriptures on our app and you can actually uh, follow along. Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to 34. Here I'm, here's uh, the reading of the scripture, and it says, A woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, and she had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. And when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, If I just touch his clothes... I will be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped, and she felt her body, and she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that the power had gone out from him. He turned around to the, in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you, the disciples answered, and yet you can ask, who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith, listen to the words of Jesus, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Here ends the reading of the scripture. I want to share on the topic, keep pressing forward. Do you know that in this time where we're living in such a, in unprecedented times, times that we've never seen before, it's easy to actually get in the process or get in a place where we are just complacent and we just don't want to move. 
Perhaps you are dealing with some very difficult issues and concerns right now that has put you in a place where you don't know if you can really go forward. You don't know if you really can step out and actually pursue the destiny that you intended to pursue. So here, as we're looking at this, we see that one has conquered the odds, and in the midst of the odds being conquered, they're actually able to receive their healing, to receive their deliverance. And so today, if you need that healing, you need that deliverance, if you keep pressing forward, God is able to deliver you, to heal you, and to bring you, bring you joy. So how does this happen? We want to look at this passage, and we want to see and unpack what it really means to keep pressing forward and receive our deliverance. And so I, I, I was watching on television, uh, and I was watching a movie. It was called Life Unexpected. It's about the story of Dwayne Wade. If you don't know who Dwayne Wade is, he's a basketball player for the Miami Heat. Um, and it explains his, his life story and the thing about Dwayne Wade, I knew some about his story because, you know, I, I watched basketball, but I didn't know the depth of his story. I knew his ups, meaning that um, I knew that he was an NBA champion. I knew that he was in nine All-Star games. I knew that, you know, he had several championships. Um, but I didn't know the difficulty that he had to go through on the process and on the way to get there. But it showed the difficulties. And not to be a spoiler, you know, because I really believe that you should watch this movie because it will inspire you. Um, he had some real difficult moments. One particular one was that he, he had to just overcome just obstacles after obstacles in his family, from drug addiction and all types of things that were going on to really being a person that would actually achieve what his dream was was to, be an, to actually be a basketball player, a professional basketball player. One thing that he said that was very important, that really kind of what I call sealed it for me, was that he said that he struggled, he had struggles in his life, and he admitted that he had struggles in his life. But then he also said, you know, I've also had hard times in my life. But he also said, you know, in spite of the difficulties and the hard times, I just kept pressing. I just kept pressing. I just kept pressing. And you know, that was something that really encouraged me because, you know, there were times in my life where I didn't feel like pressing. There were times that I didn't press. And because when you feel that way of not pressing, you never really achieve what you know you should achieve. And so here, this passage of scripture that we just read, and I'm just going to pack it a little bit, some principles here of how do we keep pressing and keep moving forward. So the first thing that we see here is that we, the, the narrative shows us a woman who has a hemorrhaging in her body that's causing her to lose blood. This hemorrhaging, as King James calls it, he calls it an issue of blood. That this woman that She's, she's very sick. She's actually losing blood, which means she's losing life. And do you know that sometimes there's things that suddenly happen to us? A hemorrhage is something that suddenly can happen to us that really just kind of takes the life out of us. I don't know if you ever felt 
there was something that really gave you a setback and you said, man, wow, this is, this is just something that's really, I don't, I don't really know if I can really survive this. But here is this woman as she is hit with this hemorrhaging of 12 years. She goes through it, this, this blood that's flowing from her body. She doesn't just sit there, but she, she tries doctors. And it's natural to kind of think about, well, who can do something about this? Um, generally, when we end up hurting and we feel pain, of course, we might go get an over-the-counter medicine or something that will relieve the pain. And she tried to do that. She went to doctors, but no doctor had the answer to this, this hemorrhaging that she was having, this blood flow that was continually flowing through her body. And to make matters worse, she was paying all these co-payments, and she wasn't getting any better. So she goes from doctor to doctor to doctor to doctor, and she's not getting any better. Have you been from place to place to place to place to place and got so tired because it's not getting any better? It's not, it's not, it's not even getting a better in a, in a small way. She couldn't see any improvement. The Bible tells us that she goes and she spends all her money and she has some obstacles. Another obstacle she had is when, when a, it says in the Old Testament, when a woman had a flow of blood, such as she had, she was deemed unclean. She couldn't go out and connect with people. She was relationally shut off and cut off from her community. It was a place where she had to just isolate herself, quarantine herself. And in the midst of where we are today, as COVID, it seems to be spiking again. And they're telling us to just bat down the hatches and, and just everybody just stay put. There are so many people who are lonely. There are so many people who are quarantined. There are so many people who are isolated. And I can, I can only imagine that as she's going through this, this process of just trying to go to doctors and her money's not, not doing well because she's spending all this money trying to get healing and and on top of that, she can't have contact with the outside world. It must have been very dark for her. But here's something that encourage us, can encourage us in the story. The Bible tells us that she just kept pressing. So here's what she did. In verse 27, the Bible tells us that she heard about Jesus. She heard about Jesus. Can you, can you know something that when you, when you hear something of hope, that gives you hope, it kind of gives you what I call, perks you up a little bit, some encouragement. She heard that Jesus. Now, Jesus was coming, uh, and as he was coming, he, he actually has healed a demonic man. Prior to that, he stilled the storm, and Jesus is actually doing miracles. She knew something about Jesus, and she knew what Jesus could do, and she found out he was coming his way. Well, why was he coming her way? Why was he coming her way? Well, he was on his way to deliver a dying girl. Jairus' daughter was dying. And Jairus said, hey, you got to come to my house. And so he had to pass her way in order to get to Jairus' house. You know, the thing about Jesus, Jesus is a multitask Jesus. In other words, he, he can actually heal someone over here, minister to someone over here, and also minister to you right where you are. It's important to understand and know that Jesus is a God. 
He is God. He is one who can deliver. And no matter where you are, or what your situation is, or, or what's happening, he's concerned about your need. And so as he's going to Jairus' house to raise up his daughter, his daughter's dying, this woman finds out that he's going to be passing her way. And so she just says, you know, I, I need to touch this guy if I can only touch him. So the first principle is this. She planned her next move. She planned her next move. Could you put that in the chat box? Plan your next move. You know, sometimes when we are in a dark place, we could be answering questions like, asking questions like, you know, why me? Why is this? Why is that? How come? What did I do wrong? Rather than what's next? What's next? She, she already had obstacles in her life, which we'll talk about in a moment. She already had these obstacles. But she said, you know, if I can only touch the hem of his garment, she, she concentrated on what to do next. And she came up with this, this whole talk about with herself. She said, you know, if I can only touch the hem of his garment. She said, I need to go and touch this guy. See, what you say to yourself, what you say to yourself in these moments is so important. You can't move forward if you have self-talk that is keeping you from moving. She said, I, 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 I got to go and touch this guy. In verse 28, she says, look, uh, I, I want to touch this man's garment. And if I do, and if I touch his clothes, I know I'm going to be healed. She had faith in what she said to herself to be able to press through even some very dark moments in her life. So the first thing is, is that you've got to plan your next move. What is your next move? Job loss, problems, things are closed, furloughs, and you name it. What's your next move? Sometimes I don't want to think about the next move, but you know what? This woman inspires me because she didn't stay in her place of hopelessness. She said, you know, I got to make a move. You know why she had to make a move? Because Jesus was not going to stay where she was. Jesus was actually on the move to go to a place. He was moving. And if he's moving, I think you should be moving. What's your next step? What's your next move? What's your plan? She said, if I can only touch the hem of his garment, I'll be healed. The second thing, she pressed through the obstacles. You know, getting to Jesus wasn't going to be easy. Do you know that sometimes we want a very easy way to do things? It's not easy. You know, I remember as a, as a college student, I, I got into debt. And I didn't know anything about credit cards. I just kind of thought they were opportunities. And so you get a credit card, and you start using your credit card, and all of a sudden you find out that you have more that you have to owe the credit card company than you actually make or you can pay for. And you wind up getting in, in deeper and deeper and deeper debt. And I found out something. Isn't it easier to get in debt than to get out? 
It's easier to get in something than to get out. It's, it's, it's important to understand that if you want to get out, and I'm glad I got out, but it took a press. I had to press against some desires to buy things, and I had to say no. I had to deny myself that. And so it's important to note here that why she had this powerful self-talk and faith to say, hey, I need to touch this man's clothes, and I know I'll be healed. She just couldn't say it. She had to now act upon what she said. So she had to press through obstacles. So here's the obstacle. She had to press through past failures. I mean, imagine 12 years of doctors that you paid money to and did nothing. One would say, well, I have hope in the process. Just, just it's done. No, she had to have faith, but she also had to press against the past failures of others. She had to pass through, uh, she had to press through the obstacle of financial loss. She had to press through the obstacle of people because there were people actually around Jesus. The Bible tells us that there were people who were crowding around Jesus because, after all, he did some miracles and people just wanted to be around him. And so to touch him, it wasn't going to be easy. The reason why I'm telling you to press because pressing is not easy. It's a term that means there's some effort that you have to make. There's some effort that you have to make in order to pray. There's some effort that you're going to have to make to read your Bible and to be encouraged and strengthened in the word. You have to read that word. It might be that you're trying to read that word at the end of the day after you've been tired and working, and that's what they call the press. You have to press. She pressed through the obstacles, and when she pressed through the obstacles, she got to Jesus. Verse 29 says, when she gets to Jesus and she touches him, immediately, verse 29, immediately her bleeding stops and she felt her body and she was freed from her suffering. She realized that something happened when she touched him. This point is that she received her healing. On the point of contact, something was transferred from Jesus to her. You know, she could have just said, you know, if I just get near him, maybe I'll get, get healed. But no, she said, I got to touch him. Why was that important? Because there were so many people around Jesus. And the question is, were they really trusting him? Were they touching him by faith? Or were they just hanging around? There are people that hang around church, but they're not really touching Jesus to the point where their life has changed. There are so many people that read Bibles, but their life is not being changed because they're not really touching him. Maybe the Bible's on their coffee table, or maybe the Bible's on their bookshelf, and maybe they're around the things that God might have them be around. Maybe they're around. Maybe they're listening to worship, worship songs. But only when we touch Jesus can transformation happen. Something is drawn into us when we actually touch him by faith. So she touches him. She touches his clothes, and immediately her blood stops. Not only did her bleeding stop, but the Bible says, and fourth point is, she gained a relationship with Jesus. She not only had this terrible bleeding, this terrible infirmity that she was struggling for 12 years cured, but then she gained a relationship with Jesus. 
Bible says in verse 33, it says, then the, then the woman, and it calls her the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at, at his feet, and trembling in fear, told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. If you notice the term here, the Bible calls her the woman. Jesus called her a daughter. Jesus just changed this nebulous term, woman. See, because the Bible just gave her no credit, never really identified who she was other than a person that had an issue. And, you know, it's just like people today. We name people by their issues. We don't really call them by their name. Jesus calls you by his name. He calls you by your name as well. He says, look, he says, daughter. Called her a daughter. He recognized who she was. She was a daughter. This is a relationship. This is, this is someone who's kin to you, a daughter, not just a woman. See, Jesus wants to have a relationship with us. And in this relationship, not only do we have the privilege and blessing of what he has for us in healing us and delivering us from our issues, but not only that, he comes to have a relationship with me as a son, as a daughter, as his child. So today, as you're sitting and watching, <clears throat> you may have a whole lot of issues. And people might say, you're the guy with the issue. You're the lady with the issue. That little boy, he's the guy, he's the little boy with the issue. But Jesus doesn't look at us like that. He says, you're my child. My, you're my daughter. You're my son. And not only do I want to step into your life, but I want to have a relationship with you. And so this morning, as you are thinking about your own life and as you're going through whatever situations are happening to you or your family, Jesus is here to tell you, if you touch him by faith, you touch him by faith, something's going to change. He said to her, you know, you touched my clothes, but you know what? I want to let you know that you're my daughter, and I want you to know that I love you, and I want you to know that you can go in peace. Listen to the command. He said, just go in peace. Just go in peace. And the Bible says that she was healed from the suffering. She was freed from that. You know, God wants us to all live in peace. I know this is turbulent times. These are worrisome times. These are times that we call unprecedented. That means we've never been here before. Not, never expected it to happen. But you know what? The blessing of the Lord is that we live in peace. He wants you to go in peace, not in fear, not in anxiety, not secluded, but in peace. And so I want to pray for someone that's listening right now, you're going through some very difficult times, some very strenuous times. You may have gone to people and tried to figure out, well, who can help me? You might have been had confidence. You might have even spent money and wrote checks, used your debit card, and things just did not get better. You might have put confidence in people so much so, and yet nothing really changed. But I ask you today, put your faith in Jesus Christ. He wants to touch you, and he wants you to keep pressing towards him. He said, 
James said these words. He says, if you draw an eye to him, he will do what? Draw an eye to you. So let's pray today that you would have the strength, the courage to speak to yourself, to get up from where you are, to keep pressing forward, to receive your miracle, and to walk in peace. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this moment. We bless you because you are a good God. Thank you for Jesus Christ, who models for us, Lord, that he is able, Lord, to minister to us right where we are in so many different ways. But Father, help us to keep pressing. I pray for someone today, Lord, that they have given up. They have given up on their dream. They have given up on their hope to achieve something for you, to walk in your highest and best. But Father, today I pray that this word will give them encouragement to keep pressing forward, that they might receive what you have for them, and ultimately they will go in peace. We praise you for it. We honor you for each and every individual. Pray that their self-talk, Lord, we give them faith enough to move forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, today, if you're listening to the message and you heard this word today and encourage you, and maybe you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, I want to invite you to receive him as your Lord and Savior. He loves you. He died for you. And if you were the only one on the planet, he would have come and gave his life for you. So would you pray these words and just uh, say these words after me if you want to receive Jesus in your, in your life today. Say these words with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this day. Thank you for your word. I believe that Jesus Christ came to earth that he suffered, he was crucified, he was buried, and he rose from the dead. I pray right now that he will come into my life. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Make me new. Change my heart. Pray that you'll live in my life, and Lord, let me live for you the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we'd like you to text SAVED, S-A-V-E-D, to 833-300-0670. And we'll get right back to you and help you to grow in this wonderful relationship of Jesus Christ so that you can grow and also you can walk in peace. May God bless you and make you a blessing. Thanks for listening, and we have more to come. God bless.